Cascade Hoops Talk, Billy D. Hey, thrilled today to have Paul Marindet, two-time All-American point guard from Spring Arbor, one of the best players ever to wear that proud Spring Arbor uniform. Paul scored more than 2,100 points, dished 755 assists during his amazing career at Spring Arbor. In his junior year, Marindette led the Cougars to a national championship, being named the most valuable player in the national tournament. Welcome, Paul. I'm really thrilled you came on. Uh, thank you so much for, uh, for having me on. Um, uh, it's been an honor. Uh, I've been uh, following your page for a while now, and uh, I just appreciate your content and appreciate you having me on. Well, I, the first thing, if you're going to talk to Paul Marindette, the first thing you have to be asked about is at the ripe old age of the third grade, you teamed up with another Warsaw kid named Kyle Mangus, and you two terrorized opponents throughout northern Indiana for the next nine years. What were those years like uh, playing with Mangus? Uh, oh, man. Uh, kicking it back to, yeah, third grade. Kyle and I traveled all around the Midwest uh, to play a lot of basketball. His dad was a part of that that team coaching, and um man named Brian Linky uh, also coached us. But, man, it was a it was a ride. Uh, it was always fun uh, being in the backcourt with Kyle, another player who's just um, just with a real high IQ, just knows the game of basketball. You know, with me being a point guard and him being a really good shooter, uh, we just always uh, mesh together, always play well together. It's always been a ride playing with Kyle. Uh, Fast-forwarding into high school, uh, did a lot of special things for us all in, in that team. Uh, my senior year, win the first 20 games, go 20-0, for a song, end up going to semi state and losing to a really good Lafayette McCutcheon team. So yeah, but playing with Kyle was just a special time. Um, yeah, those nine years were were really really fun. A lot of wins. So Paul, did that make those uh, Spring Arbor Indiana Wesleyan games a, a little more special going back up against him? Um, uh, of course, uh, of course, it was um, just a, a good time to be able to match up with him. I never took it. Um, you know, I, I took it just like a regular game, just like any other game. It was never a a personal thing. It was never Kyle against uh, Kyle gets me or me gets Kyle or anything like that. You know, just try to go go up. You know, head to head match up and uh, trying to win. So when I talked to Kyle, he mentioned that you were a real student of the game. So at what age did you kind of fall in love with basketball and start watching games and breaking them down? When did you yeah, become a student uh, of the game? Absolutely. Yeah, uh, I would say it was pretty early. Um, around fifth grade is just when I just started just to really understand, watch the game a lot more than um, probably the average kid was. I was always in tune with the college basketball games and, and uh, I'm a huge NBA fan. Uh, I'm an NBA guy and I always stayed in tune with the NBA, but then uh, following forward and, you know, getting to the high school, that's when I really started to break down the film, being able to get on sites like huddle and synergy and just be able to watch myself, watch other players and just, uh, yeah, just really get a good feel for the game of basketball. When you left uh, Warsaw Community High School, you had to decide, you know, where you were going to play college ball. Talk about the decision right. to attend Spring Arbor. Man, um, uh, a tough decision. Um, people always talk about, uh, you know, was I going to go to Grace? Was I going to Grace? Grace College actually really didn't recruit me. Um, I never stepped foot on uh, Grace's campus, um, which is Grace is actually uh, basically in Warsaw, just like 10 minutes from my home. But, yeah, uh, I never, um, you know, took a visit there and uh my recruiting process was tough my senior year i had no idea what i wanted to do uh, I, I didn't know if i was gonna even gonna be playing college basketball um honestly and uh spring arbor was uh, late uh, i was a late commit to spring arbor i took three or four visits there and so it took me a while to actually commit but man just the pursuit of uh 
to pursue Coach Cottingham and um, Coach um, Coach Brandon Baum. The way that they uh, loved me and cared for me during that whole process was just um, just made the made, made the process a lot easier for me. And just uh, yeah, just that 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 relentless pursuit from them yeah made the decision pretty easy when it, it came down to Spring Arbor. Uh, Coach Cottingham and, and Coach Baum are both both excellent people, aren't they? Unbelievable people. They're they're unbelievable people. I, I can't I can't say enough how. Uh, uh, I can't thank them enough. Uh, I owe him everything. Coach Cottingham, uh, just what he's done with the program. And I mean, he's been there for 20 plus years and uh, he just does it right. Just a, a great man, uh, uh, somebody, a lifelong relationship for me and somebody, somebody I'll always go to and uh, somebody I'll always be in contact with. And same with Coach Baum. Uh, Coach Baum is an unbelievable person, one of the best recruiters in the country. Uh, I always tell him. <laughs> and uh, again, just an unbelievable person. I, uh, much love for him and Coach Cottingham. So you mentioned, right, you, you mentioned when you were going to Warsaw Community High School, the Winona Lake is right there. And right. Uh, you say you weren't, you, okay, you didn't go to, but did you get pressure from either family or friends to go to Grace to stay in town? Uh, of course, of course, yeah. I had um, friends, um, you know, Grace wasn't, Grace has always been a, a pretty good uh, program. Uh, Coach Kessler is the real deal. And uh, growing up, man, I went to Grace, the Grace basketball camp probably uh, six, seven years, and I always enjoyed the camp, always enjoyed uh, Coach Kessler. Um, man, I dominated the camps. I was always, you know, the one-on-one champion. My team always <laughs> won. I, I swept the awards every year. And uh, But, yeah, yeah, I got a lot of pressure from um, the locals to go to Grace. But, um, hey, it wasn't on their agenda. And Yeah. So so when you went, when, when Spring Arbor went to Winona Lake and played, did did the students did the did you get a little extra jeering being a local? Oh, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Um, I, I I always love traveling down to Grace and playing. Um, I'd love to see my career stats against Grace uh, <laughs> a lot better than any other game. I'll tell you that right now. But uh, yeah, I'd always get a little extra support. Um, I love seeing my head coach from Warsaw, uh, Coach Doug Ogle, unbelievable man. Um, he actually just retired this year, but great i'd have his family there and i'd love having my family just really close and yeah i always got a little you know a little jolt of energy just going down playing in the orthopedic capital did you get all that extra love from the gray students as well see some of them <laughs> a lot of them you know being from warsaw uh some of them uh no they ruined against me of course you know nothing new but uh no again yeah i just love the energy of the gray students it's just a great atmosphere down there well just playing in the crossroads league period i mean every night had to be uh um brutal yeah so it was it was probably a combination it was obviously brutal because every night is tough uh you know you probably don't think about it during during your career but what an honor to play in the crossroads and play all those great against those great players and those great venues absolutely um i probably think about it more than the average player but no uh that came into my decision as well just even coming into spring arbor um you can't tell me the crossroads league isn't the best nni conference in the country um top to bottom top to bottom i always argue that in reality i think we should have uh seven seven six teams in the in the national tournament uh everyone's good you know and every every time every uh week you have to bring it um it, whether it's you know whether it's in wesleyan whether it's goshen whether it's bethel every team's really good and, and there's uh exceptional talent i'm all across the league man you go look top to bottom i mean there's some really really um high level basketball players in our league so you get it's it's your freshman year. You go to Spring Arbor, and in right. your freshman year, you you played quite a bit. Uh, but you guys oh, yeah. go eighteen and fourteen, nine and nine in league play. The, yeah. 
were you were you like concerned at that point? Were you wondering, boy, you know, are we going to be successful here? What were your thoughts that year? Um, actually, you know what? The year before that, Spring Harbor won eight games. Uh, they won eight games, and I think they won one in conference. Maybe not. They might have not even won a conference. Oh, I didn't realize that. So coming in, so I come in my freshman year, we won 18 games. Ten-game jump, one of the biggest jumps in the college basketball uh, that year. It's, it's still it, it was still a little frustrating uh, for me as individually. Individually, um, I had a solid year. I led the team in minutes. Um, but I thought there was more in store. Overall, our team chemistry wasn't the best. Our team chemistry could have been better. So, yeah, I mean, I had my frustrations. Um, I had my doubts, no doubt. Uh, you know, at the time, unfortunately, there were some schools that even contacted me about transferring out and um, things like that. But, no, um, I stuck with it. I stuck with Spring Arbor for sure. Well, I didn't realize that the, that, that was a uh, – I'm glad you corrected me on that. Yeah, so oh, you're, no yeah. You you continued all through your career. You played you played a lot of minutes, and in your junior year, you guys go thirty and seven. Just a, it was a magical year. You get all the way through the national championship. You know you you got what was that season like? What just talk about that? No uh, oh, uh, special season. Um, so my, just recap real quick. My sophomore year again, we went twenty games. So uh, again, there's a, a little a little jump in the. Um, in the system and you know I had an all-american year as a sophomore and uh, we're going to the next season I'm having concerns we're losing a big guy we're losing one of our leading scorers and sitting with coach Cottingham and stuff he thought we were going to be better and uh, I had my doubts again but man that junior year was special um, just the chemistry um, the chemistry was different the best chemistry team I've ever uh, got to be a part of everybody knew their roles you know nobody went out of their way tried to do nobody was no hero ball um, that year my junior year and just, um, you know, we had a lot of um, big win streaks, nine, ten games in a row. Um, in conference, we played well. And um, after when being uh, that year, we were predicted to be eighth in our conference, much like <laughs> junior year, predicted to be eighth. So, uh, man, that was, was really, really sweet to end up being first. And we knew if, if, you're, if you're one of the top teams in our conference, uh, you have a really good chance of winning uh, down in Sioux Falls. Uh, we always said that the, the tournaments in our crossroads leagues almost as hard as a uh, it's harder than the national tournament. Uh-huh. We used to, I, I joked around after winning the championship. But, yeah, but the junior year was special, um, just a special group of guys. Um, I think of our senior, Tommy Hamilton, who, uh, you know, graduated. We brought back a lot um, this season. He graduated. I think, think about him and how special he was to the team and just, just all the members. Uh, it was a really special year. So you talked about chemistry. Uh, what else were the keys to, to that 30-7 and seven national championship run? Yeah, again, um, yeah, uh, outside of the chemistry, again, everybody just played their roles. Uh, uh, nobody uh, tried to do too much. For the most part, um, we only play our rotation with only seven, um, may- maybe sometimes eight guys. So we kept it short and sweet. Um, I think I thought another key was just um, our assisted turnover ratio. Again, I talked about Tommy Hamilton. He he was one of the leaders in the um, assisted turnover ratio. Um, I thought I could, did a good job taking care of the ball. And that comes with people just playing their roles. That comes with people you know, ex- excelling in, in what they do best and, and just staying in their lane. And I think that that, that was just a, a huge component um, of our junior year. Uh, not only that was the pace, the pace we played in uh, each possession uh, was crucial. And um, we, we understood that. We understood that uh, we were undersized, not the most athletic. You know, we don't we don't pass the eye test. You know, you see us walking <laughs> to the gym, you're probably going to laugh at us. Uh, you know, there's a good chance nobody really above. Uh, we had a 6'11 kid, but other than that, really short lineup and 
yeah, I thought we, we played hard. We played tough. We're a physical team. I thought that was the difference. We're really, really physical and disciplined. Um, so, so that's the formula of winning basketball. So, Paul, that in that uh, in that championship run in the Final Four, you defeated a, a very, very good Marion team. Being yes. that was a, a kind of an in conference game in that Final Four. Was that was right. that the most satisfying win of that run? Oh man, I tell you what, uh, uh, that was fun. That was very, very satisfying. Um, that was and that was a that Marion team. I tell you what, they're probably the most talented team in the country um, that year. Yeah. Talent. Uh, when you look one through five, West Towers, a four-time All-American, T.J. Henderson, a Division One transfer from you know IUPUI, uh, Reggie, uh, another D1 transfer. They had talent all across the boards. And for us, uh, for the Spring Harbor Cougars to beat them three times that year, that <laughs> that was really really sweet, um, very satisfying win. Other than that win, I would say uh, against Jamestown, South Dakota, um, they were a really good team. We played in the second round, and that was a really satisfying win, emotional game. Uh, after that win, that Jamestown win, we felt like there was a spark in our team. We felt something special. Well, it was a, it was a heck of a run. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump ahead and ask you something. I, I was gonna ask a little later because you mentioned it. Whenever you know, I interview quite a few different players and coaches, and whenever your name comes up, people always say that guy is so frustrating. That guy yeah. just controls the pace and slows us right. down. So right. where did this where where did that style come from? And and just right. talk about that. Right. Again, uh, you talk about me starting the game in basketball. Uh, I just, uh, I'm just huge into, you know, taking care of the ball, being smart, getting good shots. And I would like to say that really came from um, Coach Doug Ogle from my uh, Wilson High School. Um, he's always been a deliberate guy, uh, a guy who believes in, you know, the high percent shots and um, taking care of the ball. So I, I'd like to give credit to him and um, how I've been able, been able to manage the pace of games. You know, high school, there's no shot clock. So uh, really, it's a strategic game, and uh, you try to figure out just how to squeeze and win. And um, again, yeah, they say I'm fresh. Well, Spring Arbor, we play defense. Uh, in my junior year, we were a really, really good defensive team, individually and team. And uh, we just knew if we could take care of the ball and be able to get shots, high percentage shots, um, our defense would travel. Our defense would travel. So um, I, I credit uh, Coach Ogle uh, from Warsaw High School, really, for that deliberate uh, type of play, type of style that I played with. Even uh... – you know, Sam Vanderslice, you guys played him in that uh, Crossroads Whack Challenge in your, yes. I think you were a freshman and you yeah, you beat them. And even yep. even as a freshman, that was one of the first thing uh, Sam said that, oh, you know, that point guard uh, just was so frustrating and, and you were only a freshman. That was the, that was the first time I'd heard that. But anyway, yeah. I yeah. just thought that yeah. was amazing that you were able to control the game like that as a, as a freshman. As a freshman, yeah, yeah, it's, it, was, it was a lot different um, coming into college. Um, Coach Cottingham, the push it, push it, push it was a lot different for me. Uh, I was a guy, who, you know, wasn't used to flying down the court um, because you know the shot clock in college. But uh, I felt like um, as my career went on, Coach Cottingham started to kind of adapt with uh, how I played too, and um, slowly and slowly, I could see him um, actually in the coaching staff transition to. You know what? I think Paul might be up to something uh, with, the, with, with the slow, deliberate game and the just the, the high percentage shots and et cetera. So, uh, yeah, towards the end of the career, we, we tried to get it to uh, last 10 seconds of the shot clock. We tried to just really work the clock, work defenses. Uh, defense breaks down. Yep. Uh, people don't people don't want to play defense. Yep. So, yep. yep. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, I don't remember. I heard a – I'm going to mess this up, but I heard somebody say if you can – Defenses will usually stand up for four passes or something like that. If you can yeah. 
pull it together Absolutely. for yep so this season your senior season a little bit frustrating uh you were unable to to put a win streak together more than three games you know what do you feel changed from last season to this season yeah uh the season was a little more challenging you know one of the biggest changes again uh, i talked about how we were picked eighth in the conference the year before so when you don't have expectations, it's a lot easier, um, you know, to win games and uh, no pressure. You go out there and play a little bit more free. I thought that was one of the um, one of the differences. Uh, coming in with a being a defending um, champion, we have a target on our back, and teams are going to give us our, our best shots. And um, as you know, that first championship was our our program's uh, first championship, and uh, we're not bring our we weren't really built and equipped to you know be able to sustain. Uh, uh, being first and being sustained, having that target on our back, uh, which was what we had this season. So I, I just think, you know, getting everybody's best shot, one of the biggest changes. I thought our chemistry was still really solid this year. Yeah, we missed Tommy Hamilton, um, our senior, our lone senior who graduated. Um, we absolutely missed him. But for the most part, I thought the change was a uh, uh, more of a more of a external thing with just the the target on our back. Well, I thought I thought. Actually, you guys uh, got very, very tough. You defied the odds. You won the games you had to win Absolutely. to get to the, the yeah get get to the national tournament. And I thought in early February there was a huge game. You had to go to Bethel, and you won in overtime on the road at Bethel. Yeah. How big was that game? Oh man, that was a huge win. Um, again, it was one of those wins that well, we needed um, to get. Uh, we played Bethel earlier at home and. Man, we had a frustrating game. We were up two with the um, without the ball, and Travion Cruz, um, one, another special player in our conference, came down, hit the three really at the buzzer, and beat us by one. So we we were motivated coming into Bethel, and at the time, uh, just bouncing off, we knew we had to win that game, and that was a huge game uh, just for our confidence. Yeah, just moving toward towards towards, towards the end of the year, again, it's just a, a crucial win that we needed, and and we, we squeezed it out. What's one of the first times Spring Arbors beat Bethel at Bethel, and um, almost a almost a decade so it that was a really sweet win yeah i think my personal opinion is that without that win you you would have been, it have been a lot tougher for you to get in the field i agree yeah i agree because it was not only a, another w but it was a you know a premier win premier win uh ranked opponent uh, on the road on the road yep on the road which is uh which is huge yeah so paul one of your advantages you're extremely strong especially for a point guard how what kind of an advantage was that for you and how did you find that your strength helped you as a point guard uh, yeah it was definitely an advantage uh coming in freshman year i wouldn't say um yeah i was a little probably uh bigger than the average guard but um I, that's something i really tried to work on in my career uh, just spending time in the weight room uh yeah I, I like to post up uh posting up is a part of the game and if you look back uh i was doing the same thing back in high school and if you see kyle Megas play a lot uh, his game is a, a lot of posting up, yep. uh, a lot of finishing around the basket. It's just something that we've kind of adapted to, something that we were um, we were even doing back you know, back in the elementary school. Yeah, so I think that gave that gave me a huge huge advantage um, in the NAI, especially with the uh, smaller guards and whatnot. Yeah, so it just added another dimension, right? Yeah, 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 I, I, absolutely, absolutely. Just uh, you know, you always try to be a, a four tier scorer. You know, somebody who can shoot from the outside, make free throws, and yeah, somebody who can f- come in and finish inside uh, definitely gave me a whole different uh, type of feel. So there's one of your teammates that we got to talk about, Brandon Durnell. BD, oh yeah. BD is special. Uh, just being a 6'5", 6'6", big in our league and in the NAI, 
uh, on the court, man, he's special. I don't get how he does it. Um, he does the same move every time. Uh, <laughs> but some, we, we all we all make fun. But man, that chicken, uh, he has a knack for uh, putting the ball in the hoop. Uh, he's just a winner. He's just a winner. He's a grinder, and uh, he gets the game. And um, again, he's another student of the game. Yeah, he's always watching film. He's a referee. His side job. <laughs> oh, really? And, yes. Yeah, yeah. He's an official. So um, he coaches AAU back in Fort Wayne, Indiana. So yeah, he's a guy who just gets the game. And um, yeah, I was really happy when we landed him uh, my freshman year. We we signed him. I was I was really geeked about uh, Brandon. Now he's a great guy. Well, great he guy. had he had some injuries this year. It slowed him down a little bit. I'm trying to remember which game was it where he had almost a gimme. I think it was at the end of a first overtime or at the end of regulation, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. and it didn't uh, go in. Who was that? Would have been the second. Yeah, that would have been the second game of the year. I guess uh, Cornerstone. Cornerstone. Cornerstone this year. Uh, yeah, he had a. Uh, he, he was rolling that game. Uh, I wish I would have played better, but he. Uh, I think he might end up with thirty. Uh, yeah, he had a layup right to buzzer. He, he smoked it. Yeah, which was it's it surprised me. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm not. I don't want to bring up what, the one bad moment, but I, I was right. like, how in the heck did he miss that? Uh, I, I know it. Yeah, Jernell, he doesn't miss many of those. That's for sure. In the Crossroads League, who is the toughest defender for you to score on? That's a great question. Um, yeah, uh, going team to team, um, I would have to say a double defender in this league would have been Jason Hubbard from Taylor University. Uh, just for me, again, as a six foot guard, uh, he's he's a six six guy with a with a uh, wingspan of probably uh, yeah six nine six ten. Wow! Uh, but again, that gave us an advantage. He, he's really athletic, um, really really athletic, and that was Taylor's game plan was to put a long, lengthy, bigger guy on me because, as you said earlier, uh, being a bigger guard and using my size to uh, finish inside and whatnot is, is, is something. Um, yeah, I try to look at advantage. I just try to take advantage of, but at the flip side, um, for our team, that kind of helps our team. So now we have a six, five, six, six guy guarding Paul, the point guard. Uh, we should look inside, you know, who, who's guarding our post. Right. So yeah, right. There's a mix about that, but yeah, Jason Hubbard, I would say was the best defender in the crossroads league. So Paul, you had a great career at spring Arbor. You should be very proud. What, what has it meant to you to be a part of spring Arbor basketball? It's, it's meant a lot to me uh, just to be a part of Spring Arbor basketball. Uh, the Spring Arbor program is just really, really special. Um, when I talk about just a, a close knit of guys, close tight knit of guys, um, just the way Coach Cottingham has put the program, um, faith based program. Just uh, uh, something he always says is uh, winning is our winning is our goal, uh, but never our purpose. So just uh, you know, just the ups and downs throughout the years. Uh, of course, you, you want to win basketball games. But it's never it's never the purpose. Uh, there's just so much more to basketball, so much more to sports, and um, the relationships that I'll be keeping the rest of my life. The relationships I've made uh, here at Spring Arbor, the program, uh, whether it's through the coaches, uh, players, uh, managers, it's just a special program. And uh, Spring Arbor really has meant a lot to me. What are a couple of your favorite memories as a Cougar? <sighs> favorite memories of Cougar. Okay. Uh, one is just uh, I'd say beating Grace, of course. Uh, <laughs> my my career, I ended up beating Grace a lot more times than Grace beat uh, Spring Arbor, so that was always a goal and a good memory. Uh, a specific time we played Grace one time at uh, Spring Arbor, we were down about eight points with a minute left um, around there. Long story short, we played the long game and kept fouling. Uh, I scored ten points in fifty seconds. Uh, we we take it to overtime and we end up beating Grace uh, oh, wow. at home. So that was that was a really 
really special. One of my favorite memories. Again, obviously winning a national championship is special. And just be able to share that time with um, Coach Cottingham and um, just the staff. It was just a really fun time. Um, one of my favorite memories as well. But um, other than that, man, I'm just going to miss the the long road trips. Uh, those are always good memories. And I'm just going to miss the guys and just uh, just the relationships. So, Paul, nobody likes to lose a game. Uh, no. But do you think it was easier to accept the end of your career with a loss on the court versus uh, the virus ending the season? Uh Absolutely. And this is a conversation I've been having um, a lot with a lot of people keep asking me. Um, and as we know, the tournament was canceled and never ended. And you know what? I felt a lot better knowing um, after lo- losing the game, knowing that that was the end of my career. Um, I feel so, I mean, I just, just terrible for the teams that I mean, went out there and didn't even get a game in. I mean, I'm just so lucky and blessed to be able to um, play basketball and knowing it was my last time. I think that made it a lot easier on me. Um, heck, the last game actually um, was blessed to be able to um, pass the assist record, uh, break the assist record here at uh, Spring Arbor, passing Michael Lancaster, who Michael Lancaster is probably the, one of the best players to ever come through Spring Arbor, if not the best player, um, a special guy. And, uh, yeah, I just think uh, absolutely uh, losing the game made it a lot easier for me knowing that uh, the virus uh, ended a lot of seasons, unfortunately. I actually, uh, uh, talking to Kyle during the tournament, I kind of predicted that would happen. I predicted that the coronavirus would end up uh, winning the tournament and taking over the tournament, yeah. uh, sadly. And it was, it was really sad to see um, so many great teams, uh, a team like Iowa, uh, thinking of Kyle, a buddy of mine who who were rolling, uh, probably the best team, one of the best teams in the country, didn't even get a shot to play. So. Yeah. You know, we got to talk a little bit about, I didn't, we didn't talk about this before, but, you know, that, Oklahoma Wesleyan team, Brooks Haddock in that second half. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, that that had to be so frustrating because no matter what you threw at him, he just keep kept hitting shots in that second half. Shots. Yes. Yeah. Uh, He was a problem in the second half, and um, we we probably should have made some uh, other adjustments when he got warm there towards the end of the second half. Um, Yeah. He he he, he's a really good player. Uh, He got hot. He got hot during a, a really really good time. Um, yeah, Oklahoma Wesleyan's a well-coached team. Yeah, good team, good team. Yeah, yeah. Donnie Bostwick's teams always play hard, and both. Yeah, that was Absolutely. a that was an excellent basketball game. Yes, I, it I was. thought that that you guys had a, a good look at a three right at the end. I thought it was going to go in. Uh, yeah. A shot normally that goes in for you guys, and I can't remember who shot it. Was it? Uh, but anyway, Peyton DeWilt. was it Dewilt? Uh, yep. Normally a shot, a high percentage shot for you guys at any rate. Uh, you know, you talk about uh, Brandon Baum and then you, Donnie Bostwick, who coaches Oklahoma Wesley, and this is the quality of people that are in the NAI. I was I was sitting there, and Brandon Baum came over to talk to me, a very nice gentleman, and Donnie Bostwick yeah. was sitting in a couple chairs down. And those guys just sat, and they talked for probably 15 or 20 minutes uh, about the yeah. game and the level of respect for each other right out. I mean, right. you know what it's like right after a game, you know, the your oh, adrenaline. Is, yeah. You're frustrated. Yeah. And, but there was, you know, it was just such a high level of respect between both of them talking about the game and how, it, how it came down. And those are the kind of things I love about NAI basketball. Absolutely. You get, to, you, you can get to know the players and the coaches and uh, everybody. It's, it's kind of, I always say it's one big family. I, I honestly Absolutely. feel that way. Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. Um, even amongst the players, um, the Crossroads League, um, just like a, a lot of us have these connections. A lot of us are connected to each other in some way, whether it's back in school, 
Um, I'm sure Oklahoma Wesleyan coach had some kind of connection to Spring Harbor, and uh, we have connections and ties to Oklahoma Wesleyan. So it's just all, yeah, I, I would have to agree. It's one big family, and that's something that's so special about the NAI. You know, um, you should really appreciate that. So, Paul, are you on pace to graduate? Yes, so I'll be graduating in May. Probably not walking, but yes, I'll, I'll be graduating in May with a business administration degree and uh, focus on entrepreneurship. Oh, congratulations! So, thank you what, so much. Uh, what's next for you? Do you do you have any idea? Um, you know what? I'm not not so sure yet. Um, uh, I believe I'm going to end up pursuing uh, professional basketball. Okay, we'll see where that um, ends up landing me and taking me. Yeah, that's a little bit uh, up in the air for all you guys that are thinking about that with what's going on with the virus. Hopefully that shakes out fairly quick and exactly uh, find out what those opportunities are. Yeah, it's a tough time right now for the whole business, agents, uh, players overseas and, and, and whatnot. So, yeah, yeah, I'm hoping this all flies by and I can be able to pursue this in the full force I can. Well, I certainly wish you luck whatever you pursue. Uh, I'm hoping, assuming you're still in the States, that – when the crossroad league gets up and going, maybe you'll come back on and, you know, talk about what's going on in the crossroads. I think that'd be oh, awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I would love that. I'd love that. Uh, I'll definitely be in touch with the, with the crossroads league. Oh, uh, that, and, that, uh, that would be great. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I sure wish you luck, whatever you do. I appreciate you being on today. And, uh, I have a lot of respect for the, the spring Arbor program and, uh, you know, just thank you very much for being on. Hey, right, thank you too. Um, again, uh, I'll be in touch with your content. Uh, thank you so much for um, just supporting the NAI and covering us. Uh, you're, you're a special guy. I appreciate you. Oh, that means a lot. Thank you.